Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Beyond the Roll. This is for Chapter 4. How do we start these things? Nobody knows. I'm Jesse. I'm your Dungeon Master. Not today. That's for normal episodes. This is the after show. This is hot fire. <laughs> Starting out strong. Woo-hoo! This is good shit. Anyway, yep. we got we got Jimmy Ledhill here. What? Jimmy Ledhill? <laughs> Are you introducing like me and Zach like together, mixing our names? We got uh, Jimmy Sean. Jimmy Ledhill here, guys. <laughs> Happy to be here. And we also got Zach Gledhill. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Why am I not Gedford? <laughs> yeah. It's Gledford. Oh, Gledford. Zach yeah. Gledford here. I mean, I mean, <laughs> just move on. And yeah. Wolf Donfire. <laughs> yeah. Sup. 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 Anyways, I'm Jesse. I'm your Dungeon Master, and I am joined by Jimmy Gledhill. Are we doing it again? <laughs> this is the first time no. we've done it. Yeah, oh, this, this I thought we were going Led- with the first one. No, that was Lead Hill. This is Lead Hill. Oh, Whew. all right. Um, all right, hold on. He must compose himself. Okay. <laughs> My start? part's done. Oh, <laughs> hello, young chaps. That was Zach's introduction last time. <laughs> Damn no, it. it's mine now. <laughs> Zach Ledford. Nope. Wait, who do I do next? You do Zach next. <laughs> I oh thought Zach God. ends. No. No. Oh, I think I do end. Oh, God. It doesn't matter. Joe Pinkham. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Joe sounds as badass as he looks today. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> Joe over there in his little thrasher uniform. <laughs> And Zach Ledford. Here I am. <laughs> Rock me like a hurricane. Yep. <laughs> I hate this podcast. <laughs> it's bad. But you love us. Sure don't. Now you hurt my feelings. Chapter four, boys. Yeah, so anyways, you guys leveled up. <laughs> <laughs> talk about that i was pretty excited to level up yeah you sound it i I just remembered we did (laughs) zach still hasn't leveled up yeah i wonder if i have huh guess we'll find out next week uh no you did because we started off this fight with you casting a second level magic missile Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah. Because you you talked about your stuff that you got. Yeah, we all yep. talked about our stuff. Well, that was we like did. four minutes ago. I think we should scratch this and start over again. <laughs> this is really bad, guys. I don't know. I think this one's pretty good. <laughs> I hate it when Zach comes unprepared. Yeah. So every time the audience uh, gets a full look at the uncentered chaos that is this podcast. Chaos is 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 a word. It is a word. <laughs> right in the Webster dictionary. And good ne- good evening, everybody. This is Jesse with Bold. <laughs> I like Zach's intro. Yeah. That's pretty good. You yeah. should That's just a play beautiful you. start you though. Play Lorkin. Good evening, everybody. My name is Jesse. <laughs> Hello! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Beyond the Roll. I'm Jesse, and I am joined, as always, by Danny DeVito. Nope, just kidding. Jimmy Gledhill. Mm, Just Jimmy Gledhill, not Danny DeVito. Sorry to be a disappointment here, guys. Lame. Um, I don't remember any of our other inside jokes. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Joe Pinkham. Hello, what is up? And Zach Ledford. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> we got a pirate on board tonight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Excellent. I should have known he was going to do something. Yeah. I should have known that he was 
thinking of something because he had that look on his face like he was actually ready to talk for once. <laughs> like he actually came prepared. Yeah. I came prepared tonight, fellas. So speaking <laughs> right, of coming I'm prepared. Yeah. Speaking of coming prepared, um, I forgot to tell you guys that you leveled up at the end of the episode. So surprise. Yeah. Huh, did we? <laughs> I'm confused. Okay. So we're recording the Beyond the Roll for Chapter Four. Yes, I so believe we, we should have talked about this in the beginning. Yeah, of, of Chapter the actual Four episode. Yeah. So you wouldn't but, tell us about? Oh so, yeah, I would have told you in the last Beyond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start over again. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, um, as I said at the beginning of the last. Uh, beyond the roll, we had we had some technical. <laughs> so, anyways, for those of you that are wondering what's going on, I said at the end of the last fucking whatever this show is, I said at the end of the last Beyond the Roll that we were having technical difficulties and that we had to re-record the Beyond the Roll. All of my players then decided to call me out. Because we were supposed to talk about leveling up on that beyond the roll. We completely forgot. We're not going to talk about it now because you already heard it at the beginning of this. But is there anything that you guys were like super excited about since everybody missed out on our original beyond the roll chat talking about their level up? Let's give them a little bit now. We won't go super into it because they literally just listened to it. But like this was your guys first level up in the campaign. Like, what you guys think? What are you excited about? Is there anything you're excited about going forward in your level ups? I know Joe especially was super excited because he was going back and forth between whether or not he was going to go up in cleric or if he was going to go up in um, fighter. So what do you got? You uh, go, I got a, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, I like kind of like Jesse was saying, I was going back and forth. I have a, I have a whole plan that. I really don't want to wait to do. So I'm sad that I can only level up once and I'm looking forward to leveling up again. But I think cleric Ooh. was the, I think cleric was the right choice this time. And it, uh, it opened up a, a, a wide variety of utility that most of it's probably not going to be helpful in combat. <sighs> yeah. I mean, we'll talk about spell. it. We'll talk about it more later on, but we were vague <laughs> when we recorded the original beyond the role. But one of the things that you were talking about that you were excited about, you actually got to do this episode. You got to do your um, wood armor for druids. And I know you'd been excited about that. So, like, that was one of the things that you were really excited about. And one of the reasons that you went cleric, right? Correct. And instead of letting me do combat things or and or in addition to letting me do combat things, it lets me do obscure things like ask to gather wood on the way to a huge city. <laughs> yeah, we'll touch on that more, but um, who, who wants to talk about their leveling up next? Uh, I have a little arrow in the foot of mine. Of, uh, <laughs> Is that our new thing? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be really <laughs> Um I guess I just didn't realize how little of spell sorcerers know. Like, it's... When I leveled up, I got access to second level spells, and I know one second level spell with one spell slot. So it's very Hell exciting. Yeah. And it's hard to find that balance of I want to do cool, like, not cool, but like fun roleplay spells that I think could help, you know, mm-hmm. in town and things like that. But then also, I'm like, hey, we are going to be fighting shit. Like, I need to be able to find stuff that does damage, especially because sorcerers can be huge deal damage dealers but i just love picking anything that can be role play related so uh, that would probably be my arrow in the foot for sure i think the bright spot that you can take from this which is a that um as you guys probably could tell from this episode i'm a big fan of giving you guys situations where you can get different things so like you know you guys are going to have things like Mesros where you're going to be able to get like specialty items. Like Joe found that scroll that allows him to cast spells, like even though it like only works like three times or whatever, but like you guys are going to get things along the way that will kind of fill that gap as far as like maybe your character doesn't have the full utility that you want, 
but that's yeah. kind of on me as a dm is to pick up on like what you guys are missing in battle or what you feel like you're missing as far as like role play goes and then substitute that later down the line um part b that you can look forward to is uh you are always allowed to multi-class you're always allowed to like pitch ideas to me i'm obviously completely on board if you ever like message me and you're like hey i came up with this idea of like if i sacrifice like a b and c on the way down the road can i get like you know d e and f instead and we'll just make sure that it equals out that way and literal worst case scenario just like a young little boy who really wants to go to mcdonald's you can save your cash because there's always going to be people that are selling stuff so if you really want to be like you know i desperately want like a scroll that allows me to do like this thing like magically that'll appear somewhere in the world and you'll just have to work for it hell yeah now i i uh i i knew what i was sort of getting into when I picked Sorcerer. So mm-hmm. I knew what to expect. I guess I just didn't know the extent of it, but um, I think it's... Well, it's hard it's to. You guys fun. are still low levels, so like it's mm-hmm. hard to tell how good you're going to be later because Absolutely. you're not that now. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Zach, anything stick out to you? Because you didn't really get too much. You just kind of got your better magic missile, which is dope. But Well, actually, I, I didn't like get anything like crazy intense or anything but i'm i'm like noticing the domain i picked for cleric kind of has like the opposite problem jimmy's having i have a ton of spells because i get to pick mm-hmm. so many yeah. but then because i picked like the mate the with the mage domain yeah. or the wizard domain or whatever it also gives you a bunch so like yeah. i have tons to pick from yeah i actually keep get the most <laughs> i keep forgetting that you are not a wizard yeah i keep forgetting that you're an arcane cleric yeah yeah that's so funny. But yeah, so you guys leveled up. It's been a whole big shit show because we had that uh, technical difficulty. But here, we talked about it. So get off my back, guys. Yeah. Every single one of you sitting at home typing because we bulk recorded this. Stop tweeting him. Yeah. You know, we could easily have gone back and fixed it. Guess what? We didn't. So now you're dealing with it. You're no. living it like we did. <laughs> and we'll get better later on. You What's know, just in the comments because of it. Just love everybody. Stop yelling at me. I know I'm stupid. Yeah, stop yelling at me too, guys. I know we told no. you to, but damn. Yeah, we are still taking um, rude messages towards Zach. This is our last um, bulk recording episode before we're going to start actually launching. So anytime you guys want to start shuffling those bad boys in, we would love to start insulting Zach on the podcast oh more than God. we do in person. Yes. Uh, One of the things that I did write down, which I guess is perfect timing because we're starting this beyond, but um, in my recap, we found a way to make fun of Zach because we we, um, I say (laughs) something about the cave and Zach goes, I didn't know that happened. And he was referring to the fact that he wasn't in the cave. And I just go, yeah, what a shocker. Zach doesn't remember. (laughs) What a dink. (laughs) And then there's like a small pause and then slightly offended and slightly hurt. He just goes, I meant because I wasn't there. (laughs) I think that was the one time that I actually understood his joke. So, Mm -hmm. Oh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Yeah. Here we go. Is this about uh, Behold the Role or Zach? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, welcome back to Zach Fails at Life. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> you know who else fails you know who else fails at life who's that dirk wainwright <laughs> <laughs> i love the fight with dirk wainwright and his boys that might be my favorite part of the podcast so far like in all the episodes i don't know why and it was completely out of character for silas to just start picking on this person and i don't know why i did it but it was fun but my other favorite part of it is i realized joe is not or wolf is not for lorkin and silas's shenanigans like he is not (laughs) any times (laughs) unless he is looking for wood or wanting to know what dirt it is he is not here for shenanigans it is it was so funny because joe 
obviously like had that plan that he wanted to do the wood armor. So uh-huh. I knew what he was talking about when he started yeah. talking about wood. Cause we had talked about this before, but I didn't know how he was going to go about it or anything like that. So he starts like asking me for wood and asking me all these specific things. And I'm just pulling things out of my ass. And then like 18 minutes into the podcast, I'm like, okay, anything else you guys want to do? And Joe's like, no, I want to get the King back ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> man's going to have a priority. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, that, man. That, the fight with uh, Dirk was definitely some of my favorites. Um, I thought it was of- really fun to end chapter three with you guys almost getting to Evermore. So you guys uh-huh. kind of had your guards down. And I was like, what would be fun here? And I'm like, oh, we're going to give them a little bit of a emotional quandary. We're going to put there because you guys had just had that big like uh-huh. spiritual thing in the cave and stuff like that. And this was obviously a different recording. So I'm like, let's see if they're still good people today. Cause you know, people change from session to session. And I was like, I'm going to give them this fight. I know they want to get to evermore. I know they're done with my shenanigans. I want to see if they're actually going to jump on it. And I do have to give you guys props. You did the right thing. I love how quick Zach is such a wild card, man. Uh-huh. Like Zach either will like piss on the grave of somebody that just burnt to death <laughs> <laughs> or he will go on like a six month vendetta because somebody's like watch got stolen. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you guys, like, it's, it was funny. Like, it was interesting, I guess would be the correct word, to kind of watch this play out because Wolf was just sitting in the cart with the king. Like, he had no part of this. And just mm-hmm. hearing Silas and Lorcan just like emotionally demoralize and completely destroy <laughs> these kids psyche was something else my, my favorite uh, oh, go oh no go ahead no just my favorite part about it too is you know i didn't realize it i guess when we were playing i think i might have missed it but um i re-listened to it again after we we um recorded it and um you mentioned that these guys are part of the thieves guild and I'm just like, good, we're, you know, pissing off. Granted, you know, they're kids, they're low-level members, mm-hmm. but still, we're pissing off a Thieves' Guild. <laughs> like, I will say, I did give you guys the um, little clue that they are part of a, like, well-known Thieves' Guild. Yeah. And most of the joke were about their parents, mm-hmm. who are also in the Thieves' Guild. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Um, but no, I thought that whole thing was hilarious. I thought you guys jumping right into battle was like great. I, I was slightly surprised, but also proud of Joe because like, I don't think Wolf knew exactly what was going on. Cause I do feel like Wolf, even though he wanted to get to Evermore is the kind of guy that wouldn't stand for like bullying. But I feel like knowing Lorcan and Silas, Wolf was just like, almost like all right guys like <laughs> stop fucking around in the bushes with these children like <laughs> <laughs> um but i did really i did really enjoy the fact that you found a way to still utilize yourself while watching the king by casting thaumaturgy i thought that was a really cool mm-hmm. way to like still get involved in the combat without dropping your wants of not being in the combat mm-hmm. right like i don't know like i was uh I was I was interested to see how it would play out, but mm-hmm. I uh, I don't like that we let this guy escape. I mm. that's going to come back and bite us in the ass. Oh, like, absolutely, almost a hundred percent. I really enjoy the fact that you guys knocked out two of them. And then I think, left um, there. <laughs> yeah, I think Silas knocked out two of them, yeah. and then you guys brutally killed Stefanovan, who again I had to make a bad guy because Zach Lord decided he was going to blow his head up. Uh-huh. <laughs> whoops yeah didn't he like kick babies or something i think he killed killed babies yeah i think it was found out yeah so i did i did the world a favor (laughs) yeah i had to wish that into existence because you just decided that this man had to die (laughs) after jimmy i mean let's be honest none of them are good people if you killed any of them you would have been completely in the right yeah i did think it was very funny that you guys knocked out two of them and then just left them 
<laughs> like Dirk ran away. One of them's dead. The other two are just going to wake up and be like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> well, they're going to see, they're going to see that dead guy. Yeah. They're going to see the dead guy and they're going to see Dirk's gone. And I don't know, maybe they'll go back and become stronger than ever. Or maybe they'll run off and get married on an Island and be like, maybe this is our life now. Oh, oh that'd be, be sweet. Cute. Yeah. What a happily ever I'll be after. the best man. <laughs> yeah. A lot happened this episode, I feel like. I know. Like, I, was... I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, man, we actually have a lot to talk about. We're going to have to cut down the talk about Denny's by like half. <laughs> what a shame. Mm-hmm. We can we can increase the time about Danny DeVito, though. There's always That's true. We that. can we can just release a separate episode <laughs> mm-hmm. to make up yeah. for the lack of Denny's and Danny DeVito that we talk about. <laughs> um, did, uh, did Toby and his wife... Get back to Whitehaven in 30 minutes. <laughs> to, to check out their soaps or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Days yep. of our lives. Mm-hmm. They did, actually. What you guys didn't know is they actually have a pet dragon that flies them back and forth. They're one of the most powerful people in Omersia. Is this canon? Ride. <laughs> we were at... No, it's not canon, war. Joe. All right. I was about to write it down. <laughs> um, just go back there to fight the big bad... And guy or whatever and be like hey can we borrow yeah. your dragon for a few minutes <laughs> um but one of my favorite parts all i was gonna say about that fight other than the whole thing is one of my favorite things because it's just so ridiculous and so mean but in the funniest way is that like zach came into the session all like amped up and all you know ready to play D and his voice completely changes and he's just like very gravelly and he's just very like all right let's go guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah he uh he almost becomes one of my other characters yeah. he was tabby wicks adjacent <laughs> one yeah. last thing too my favorite like the whole reason we started calling him Derek is that i'm pretty sure zach just forgot his name Mm-hmm. or whatever he was like whatever Derek and he's like my name's Dirk and then we just ran with it so because Zach <laughs> fucked up surprise surprise it just turned into this great moment I kept trying to get him to You're welcome. to make fun of you guys' names and <laughs> none of you would let me get a word in edgewise <laughs> I'd be like what's your name and you're like fuck you your dad hates you <laughs> uh. Uh, I like that it then came out that he uh, made the rest of his boys think that their dads hated them because he was so <laughs> self-conscious about how much his dad hates him. <laughs> uh, We're awful people, is did, basically did, what you're saying. Uh, no, Dirk, funny, Dirk's a pile of garbage. I was going to say, and it's funny because you it's probably Derek. went into that fight like having you know like a personality and an idea for dirk and his minions i really didn't i i knew that dirk was gonna be just like pompous but like very like um insecure and like Uh you know all talk no walk like the second things got tough he was gonna be Uh like boys help but (laughs) um i didn't know what the like inciting thing was gonna be i didn't know what was gonna make the uh-huh. funny i didn't even know if you guys were gonna fight these guys like uh-huh. i didn't know what the gimmick was and it just that snowball started rolling downhill and she sure did pick up momentum stop. quick it didn't stop no. <laughs> it was bad <laughs> we got to uh speaking of fights um Lorcan got punched <laughs> that was so well hold on let's not skip over the Let's not skip over the rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> yeah, so important. This whole session is either hilarious or really stupid. Uh-huh. I don't know which one, but like I was re-listening to it in Chadwick and Gladwick playing rock, paper, scissors. And then as if it was like a UFC fight and he was a trained fighter, Lorcan just walks up with his <laughs> chest puffed out. He's like, let's put some money on the line, boys. <laughs> on rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> yeah. Uh. i don't like a lot of my dming um as you guys know i don't like anything that i do ever but i will say my proudest moment as a dm is listening to myself make two people play rock paper scissors and pick the exact same thing every time (laughs) hell yeah 
I like how they pick the same thing every time, and you still made me roll to see. Well, I wanted to see if one. I wanted to see if one of them was gonna outsmart you. (laughs) Oh, or by accident. Paper, scissors, shoot. Paper again. (laughs) Hustling them over here. Yeah, and then I also liked that before you guys did get in. Um, Zach rolled a really bad persuasion check because he wanted to just be let in. And then like one of them grew a backbone and was like, well, we can't do that. We'll get in trouble. Yeah. I know we were so worried <laughs> about going in secretive when like that they, they were let known ahead of time that somebody was coming with the king. Right. Yeah. I just really liked that you guys knew that the king had been kidnapped and you did the really smart thing about casting disguise self. I really enjoyed that because uh-huh. like you're not that those guys would have noticed you right. because they are new guards. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you but, guys uh, are like just showing up with a carriage. You didn't come up with a story. You're yeah. just like, Oh, we're, we're here. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you're the king. <laughs> Well, I've done all I can do. <laughs> yeah, and then Zach just marched. That was another thing that I was slightly proud of is Zach marching up to somebody that I said was like one of the hard ass guards and thinking that he was just going to be a pushover like all my other NPCs. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I re-listened to it. And you just sounded speechless for a second because you just like stopped and you're just like, he's going to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that Zach needed to be punished, but it also wouldn't make sense if he, like, pulled a sword on him. But I'm like, this guy's a hothead. He's just going to punch you in the mouth. Like, he knows who you are. He knows your family. Like, Oh, man. <laughs> hey, yep. uh, I thought that get, was so funny. That we got, killed me. We got to meet the um, the prince and the princess, too. Mm-hmm. We got to meet what a you, lot of sure people. Did. This, yeah, what did you guys think of um, Adora and Sidroy? <laughs> Well, I actually gotta so, love Sid Roy. I'll go after. Go ahead, Joe. Uh, in my notes, all I'll say is I have the word Adora written, and I have a, a positive smiley face written <sighs> next to it, and then I have Sid Roy with a very negative face next to it. I have not hated the character more <laughs> in like two seconds. <laughs> like, holy! Smith. I was trying to figure like, out <laughs> how I wanted to play everything. You did really good with Sid. Roy. I knew I wanted like, Sid Roy to be just like a pompous jerk, but I'm like, what's the biggest jerk thing possible? Yeah. The fact that they just went on a three day journey, fought bugbears, went through all this shit to bring back the king. Obviously, you guys are doing it to help find your bodies and stuff like that. But like, you're doing all this, and then you get there, and the <laughs> prince, the son of the man that was kidnapped, just like, you get these people out of here so I can get yeah. my daddy back home. <laughs> I cannot I cannot express in my personal opinion how well you did with that character because you elicited like almost actual rage from the player. <laughs> it's so fun because it's like, it's- <laughs> you guys all have like such different personalities. So I know what personality archetype will get under each of your skins because Joe is just too nice of a person. I know that if I put somebody scummy enough no matter what wolf thinks joe is gonna be offended mm-hmm. <laughs> and like zach all i have to do is have somebody insult his character and zach's like nope i'm done <laughs> what about for me jim what did uh what did you think of Sidroy? uh <laughs> i i love Sidroy, but in all the wrong ways so it's just mm-hmm. you know i i love those characters that just have like one thing about him that is just over the like over the wall you know he's just mm-hmm. overly like pompous so and I, I actually had a question about them um shoot i mean silas grew up in evermore like would are they around silas's age like would he have gone to school with them like how old is silas them. again silas is 21 now 21 yeah um they was... are roughly his age. Adora's slightly older than Sidroy. Uh-huh. Um, so Sidroy, I haven't completely figured out how old he is, but he is going to be between 18 and 20. Mm-hmm. So they probably sandwich you. So you're probably right in between the two of them. Um, I think they would know who Silas is. But even though your family is very well known in Evermore, I think mm-hmm. that the 
um, prince and princess were probably still schooled in one of the magical islands or something like that because they mm. get all the best treatments and stuff. So, like, you guys might know each other, but I don't think it's, like, that you guys went to school and stuff like oh, that. Man. And if you did, it was one of those scenarios that, like, they technically went to the school. Maybe me and you can talk about it. Like, maybe they went to the school, but, like, you weren't allowed to be in the same class as them. Of course not. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously. I think mm-hmm. I think, I think Silas might have a uh, secret crush on Adora, but Sid Roy? he would never tell. No, not Sid Roy. <laughs> but he, I don't oh, think he would ever on. tell anybody. So he's way too shy to act upon it. So that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. We'll see what happens. Maybe maybe something will bloom. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Just don't black out. Yeah, I don't get that either. I don't get it. What? In episode zero, he blacked yeah. out and he woke up in the shopkeeper was dead. oh i got yeah. you he's saying don't so kill he... her <laughs> it's really bad <laughs> yeah that's mean um i don't <laughs> like skipping too far ahead because i do like going semi in order but um i think it's super funny that <laughs> joe went to the library and instantly went into customer service voice <laughs> and um <laughs> it makes me wonder because wolf probably hasn't talked to because i think i made her around the same like age as wolf or whatever so like wolf probably hasn't talked to another Mm -hmm. like female outside of the monastery (laughs) like other than maybe (laughs) making trades and stuff like that so (laughs) i just thought that was yeah whenever you you mentioned that i was going to be talking to someone in a service and i was like well i'll bring out my service voice i'm like wait no (laughs) yeah i like, like you walked up and I went into like semi customer service voice because I was just trying to make her like quiet and pleasant or whatever. And I think me doing it instantly put you back into it. Yeah, it Brought did. Back to that hell. It did. Yep. But um. Anyway, we'll kick back super quick. So you guys, um, Adora gave you guys a little bit more information, but of course they were very busy, so they kind of blew you off until the following day. Um, one of the only other things that I had written down because it made me laugh way too hard is the fact that <laughs> I made Adora specifically tell you guys to be quiet because um, the town didn't know. <laughs> All they knew is that Harland was missing. They didn't know anything else. And then like in the next sentence, she said something about like, I'll help you guys find the goods you're looking for. And Lorcan goes, we're actually <laughs> looking for our bodies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he specifically uh, says that yeah. he shouts it yep <laughs> you're welcome uh, this is jumping way ahead but it it's, it has to do story. with Lorcan just speaking out and not knowing when to <laughs> shut up but when he full on this is one of my favorite parts of the podcast <laughs> Me too. Yeah. by his name and then realizes <laughs> what a fuck up he made and tries to back that all oh it's a second middle name's twice removed i love <laughs> how quickly zach can adapt to those situations though because he played it so perfectly because then later he's like isn't that right leo <laughs> wink <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man no i wrote that down too that entire <laughs> um the entire scene i guess like obviously everybody presumably listened to it that's listening to this but um <laughs> joe decided that wolf was a little overwhelmed so he went to the library and you guys decided you wanted to go turn in your tokens that adora gave you um so you went to um cobbler Choblin's cobbler shop Whoa. and yeah, that entire interaction is one of the oh funniest God. things that we've done as far as playing D&D because the fact that Zach instantly loved Choblin and just because <laughs> I said that he recognized me. you yep. and um, <laughs> the fact yeah for some reason 
like you said something that made Choblin like oh, I know what it was. I what? he was like, Oh, can I shine your shoes or whatever? And then I'm like, We're actually here, you know, oh yeah this from the king. And he's like, Well, fine. Like and I'm like, Oh no, 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 you can shine my shoes. And yeah. he's like, No, just come this way. But then from there on out, <laughs> the fact that Choblin and Lorkin just started bullying Silas for yeah. no reason. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of the whole thing is um there's like a moment where um, Choblin goes like, I'll do anything for a gold piece or something. And Silas goes, yeah, I bet you would. And he's like, what does that mean? And you're like, well, wouldn't anybody do something? And what? Zach just chimes in instantly. He's like, I don't know. That sounded a little backhanded to me. And then, and then Jimmy instantly is like, shut up Lorcan because the entire day he's just been fucking with him. Uh, Lorcan's a bad influence. Such a good episode. <laughs> oh, so yeah, you guys you guys met Cobbler Choblin, who is Everybody, the for, great NPC. For, yeah, sorceries are um like like charisma based so for being such a charisma based character everybody hates silas i piss everybody off <laughs> beck pissed off chocolate mm-hmm. pissed off i love it i think you mean leo <laughs> no i do gotta give zach credit i wish i would have given it i can't remember if you've used your inspiration or not but i wish i would have given you inspiration for that because you played it so well like you <laughs> fucked up as like a player and you were instantly like no we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna roll with this i said it in character voice it had to so stick funny yeah but um <laughs> yeah then you guys met potentially the weirdest npc that went off the rails immediately mesro the magical mimic are you telling me it wasn't a sex thing right from the beginning a fetish thing <laughs> not not every character i make is sex obsessed jim <laughs> Just Ugh, most weird. of them. Oh, sorry. It's just, you know. <laughs> I was trying weird. to make him sound not charismatic, but I almost wanted it. The, the way I pictured him in my head is he's like way over the top. It's like um, a psychic. I don't know why I said it like that. He's like a psychic if they were also a used car salesman. So it's a lot right. of like bells and whistles and like a lot of like. Yes, the magic. It's within you the whole time. And uh-huh. just the way he came off, you guys are like, man, this this treasure this chest wants to fuck us. Like creep. <laughs> <laughs> it it worked out too because um like Silas was totally not for it. Like he did the sleight of hand to not like have his hand go in there, and then he did the latex gloves, and I rolled two nat ones. Like, you blew your inspiration. Yeah, I wrote that yeah. down. You blew your inspiration. I forgot about yeah, that because you rolled another nat one. Like that was wild. It, it worked out so well story wise, oh. though. Like it made sense why it didn't work oh, as well. Also, off. a peek behind the scene. <laughs> Obviously, you guys know this because you just listened to the episode and we talked about it a little bit as like an add on. This was only meant to be a one parter. This was not supposed to go as long as it did. But I wasn't expecting Joe to not want to cash in his token. And then so he made the right character decision because his character was overwhelmed. So he did the thing that his character would do. But then I think like as a player, Joe saw Mesrose and was like, well, I want my cool little toy. And so we ended up doing the whole library scene, which was completely pulled out of my ass. Like I knew Joe had an interest in giant runes because of the path that he's taking. Um, But I didn't know he was going to go look for books for it or anything like that. I did put the library in in case anybody wanted to do research on anything. So like it wasn't completely out of left field, but like we did that scene. And then Joe is like, wait, can I still go to Mesro's? So we had to do the whole scene of you guys getting Mesro to stay open late, going to get Wolf coming back. We had already, like, he was like, I'm closing down for the night. And, mm-hmm. like, we're like, wait, we'll give you money. Just stay open. I also really, well, there were two things that I like after that. I love that, like, Joe comes in and um, you guys have that whole in- thing where, like, Lorcan stayed behind and was playing, like, checkers with Joblin and, like, walking around in wolf shoes and stuff like that. Like, it was just fat shit. And, um, 
like wolf walks in and instantly like Choblin's still really rude to um silas and then like he says one thing to wolf i think he asks if he wants his like shoe shined or something and wolf's like no but i would love to like be taught how to like shine shoes and Choblin's like i am going to leave my shop in your name (laughs) 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 um like i don't know there's a couple things that i uh like the character decision to go to uh, like a quiet place, like absolutely had to happen because like this is his first time in the mm-hmm. city, and like I didn't play it nearly well enough. But in my mind, he is like supremely overwhelmed because this is like everything is brand new. The people, the atmosphere, mm-hmm. the magic, and, like just like being in a city proper. Like he was just like in a bad way, so like he wanted to like get out of there like as quick as possible. So like I wanted to do that. Um, I was gonna say, especially being from like a monastery, you know, like a quiet Zen place, and then just like picking the mm-hmm. perfect place in a city to go to, you know, a library where it's quiet and you know not a lot of outside sounds. It, it, I feel like it was perfect for a character decision for Wolf. That's what I tried to do, and like Jesse pretty much nailed it on the head because, like, you know, I got my, uh, I got my information that I needed somewhat. I rolled bad, so I didn't get exactly what i needed but it was a start and then like i realized that you know i had done my thing and you guys were over at the shop and then you got your stuff and i was like i want that i want to do that how can i how can i make this logical enough to be like how could i how could i work this so that i don't appear overly desperate <laughs> so i tried to do that but apparently it still got through but i that was really interesting to me because again, random loot tables, chance, mm-hmm. like three items out of twenty that could actually tie directly to a character. Like that was all like really interesting. Jim rolling yeah, his two not ones was ridiculous, do but we you want guys to talk about our items. Yeah, so just completely behind the scenes, I went back and looked <laughs> at it because I knew that it was good. Um, Joe ended up getting other than one of the things that was specific for him. Joe got the best possible item that he could have gotten from his role. And I think Zach got the third best or something like that. Like the worst. <laughs> yeah, you got a nat one, but you still got a plus one sword. Well, that I can't use. <laughs> you could use it. But there's also the possibility. With it. There's a possibility that there's more to it. No, just because you, I was you, vague uh, about it. No. <laughs> well, no, Mesro said himself that he couldn't get a good read on it. Mm-hmm. That's because Jimmy wore gloves. <laughs> But if it's if it's magical, Wolf can. That's true. Well, maybe depends how you roll. <laughs> uh, I think the identify spell just does it automatically. I believe. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I didn't know you had identify. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a, a, a cleric forge thing. The Mesro thing was so funny to me because I knew you guys would like it because like I have thought for a long, long time how I can make something that like because I love the idea of like after you guys do like a big like story arc getting like something kind of fun other than like money to buy cool stuff because i do think it's fun if you guys can have like agency but even if you get like a stupid fucking like ring that gives you like plus one resistance against cold damage like i think that stuff's so fun when it eventually comes into play absolutely um but my apps i will never get enough of lorkin because it it was part of the whole like bully silas day but he he did the thing immediately and then he's like standing next to silas he's like i don't want to do this and he's like put your whole arm in i think it works better if you put both hands in like (laughs) (laughs) would you have given him advantage if he put both arms in? (laughs) mesro would have just been more excited (laughs) yeah i i i definitely went a little tabby wigs on that. The entire session. That whole session. This yeah. entire session was classic Zach, though. This is like, I introduced <laughs> too many fun characters, and it was like giving a child sugar, and Zach just wanted to interact with them all. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out. It worked out. I thought out. it was really very funny. And then um, one of the other things that was making me laugh way too hard because I'm a child is the like 
seven minutes of Joe trying to talk about how he wanted to do his turning armor into wood. And we just kept making the joke that he was masturbating because he was like, I, I want to find a private place to channel my divinity. And Zach's like, Ooh. and then Joe's like, all right, look, I take my armor off and we're like, Oh yeah. <laughs> They're getting spicy. And then he goes through his whole thing about making armor or whatever. And I'm like, is there anything else you want to do? And you're like, no, I'll go to bed. And, and then there's like a pause. And I'm like, yeah. So, Wolf jerks off and then he goes to sleep. <laughs> we're just a bunch of 12 year olds and 30 year old. We bodies. really are. It was making me laugh. Can I backtrack just a second? Yeah. So I just want to say, like, because I, I made notes of two things that are like real quick, but the fact that Hendrix did a plus five, that means his strength is at 20. Yeah. Or 21. That's that is hot. Damn He's one of so. the oldest um evermore guards you learned. Yep, because him and um, yeah. Nico so, have worked together for a while. He did some damage. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty badass. I mean, that's that's that, that, that's a high. That's stat. the thing is, like, I like making shit heel, cocky, arrogant NPCs and stuff like that. But these guys are the guard of a king, so they're not. They're they're good. Like that's all there is to it. <laughs> like they are good yeah. guards. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I think I, the only thing, like, I also wanted us just to comment that when you described Evermore, like when you first got in there, like, I specifically like you said that the lion imagery was kind of representative of Evermore, and that painted a pretty solid picture, along with the rest of the description. But I like that you give like the imagery of the lion. Oh, I'm glad for Evermore. Yeah, I have. Um, I couldn't tell you them off the top of my head because I did it months ago, but all four of them have their own like sigil and stuff like that. Like I'm pretty sure one of them has a, Oh, I'm going to get this wrong now, but I think one of them has like a Griffin evermore has the lion. Mm-hmm. I think don't quote me, but I think Wakefield is the dragon, which was a callback to um, the first time we like got two sessions into the Somersia world because Jimmy was originally from Wakefield and he wanted the dragon as mm-hmm. a sigil. Um, yep. So I think I kept that as like a callback, but I can't remember what the other one is. Maybe a manticore. That sounds like something I'm into because I like manticores. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. But um, no, I'm glad you liked it. I wish I would have spent a little bit more time explain like describing Evermore because I kind of dropped the ball because in my head, I have such a vivid image of it that when I went to go mm-hmm. write down the description of it, I was like, oh, you know, like it's got these arcane trains and it's got these like um, sky ships and like all these flashing lights and stuff like that. And then listening to it back, I didn't really like I described the library more because we said it was a old um, evil wizard that yes. got like conquered like Tower. his hideout or whatever and it got turned into a library because he had so many books um and yeah. i was like man i described that more than i actually described one of my but, four uh, main set points evermore is pretty big city. but that's just it oh, though that's like i was saying but that, like that's like that that's kind of it in a way though like you can you gave i thought you gave a a good general overview i have a i have a, a fairly clear picture of it in my mind but oh, i'm glad you can also describe more details in more detail as we yeah that's what i was as we say. Need I mean, we're still kind of i mean obviously silas and lorkin are from there but you know like mm-hmm. we've, we've only been two places in there we haven't gone to see the king you know eventually and so i still think there's plenty of chance for you to do you know what you want to do i mean jimmy did some oh, yeah. good uh world building um i feverishly wrote down martha's cat shop dave's dog shop first street is where dream manor is second street has the ymca next to the rec center yeah yeah the rec center is too yep yep (laughs) yep oh man no um i can say with 100 surety and we've talked about this a lot after we recorded it but this is by far my favorite episode that we've recorded because i think it's finally touching on um what i want the podcast to be which is a lot of fun but also like you know the battles and the roles for weapons and like you guys are gonna start getting your like real first mission in chapter five 
So like, because you guys met Johnny Flame at the end of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jim, I don't know if you remember, and maybe I'm an absolute idiot and this was Joe, but I think it was you. You said that you thought Johnny Flame was somebody else when I started describing them. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Uh, uh, I thought it was going to be, I can't remember his name right now. Stravin. Um, Stravin, sorry. I could have looked back at my notes, but yeah. <laughs> Stravin uh, Drillclaw. I was totally waiting for, you know, because we might, you know, we, we cleaned up the cave in the previous episode and had done everything like that. So my full expectation was just like, oh, maybe this guy fully, you know, because you just don't expect when you wake up for somebody to just mm-hmm. be in your room waiting for you in a chair you know <laughs> well and you know how i dm smoking yeah. yes yes you know how i dm which is i like to leave things on big cliffhangers and nine times out of ten it's yep. something bad that you guys have to deal with yep like i didn't expect him to like be there and us be like fighting him then and there but i fully expected like when he started describing him, I was like, oh, great. He's coming here and he's going to like threaten us and, you know, like scare us pretty bad. So, yeah, but I mean, so didn't... you guys, you guys already have like I was thinking about it um, the other day because I was like wondering if I've made things too linear. But then I'm like, you guys still all need to find your bodies. You need to figure out how you died. You need to find the king's body, presumably, or help. Or, like, at Uh least, like, discover what happened there. And now you guys know about, like, Stravin, who's been um, apparently outside of the gates of Hogsfeet, which is against the, like, treaty that they signed after they lost, like, that big war. Um, And you also, what was the other thing? We have a budding love romance between Torbera and Lorcan that we have to explore. Mm, Yeah, I mean, oh, that was one of the other things. Like, the... The champions, to your knowledge, still haven't come back. Uh-huh. Um, and then maybe it's related to nothing or whatever. Maybe it's just a flyer. But you did find out that there was a boy that went missing. Mm-hmm. Um, Plus all of our like personal stuff. You know, like Lorcan wants to visit his family, and Silas doesn't mm-hmm. know where his family is, and things like that. You know, exactly. I just meant as far as. Um, like mysteries and stuff like that as far as like stuff that you guys have to solve because like in my head it's super linear because i'm like oh you guys are just going on a search for your bodies and like that's it but there's like already so many little things that i feel like you guys lost dirk so now you're gonna want to know more about the Mm -hmm. oh god what is crimson cobras what are they dave's guild crimson crimson cobras Cobras, that's what i named them yep Thank you, Joe. Yep. Yeah, you guys are going to want to learn more about the Crimson Cobras and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Like, so I do hope there's at least enough mystery to keep the intrigue in there. I think so. Yeah. I think so. So what do you guys, um, we will wrap up soon, but what do you guys think's going to happen next? Because they told you that um, one of the best, like, bounty hunting agencies pretty much is coming to help find the king's body and will help you guys find your bodies so do you guys um have an idea of whose body you want to go for first or do you guys think that um you want to help find the king's body are you guys going to try to stick around evermore like i think i mean i guess we don't really know anything about like where the king's body is so i feel like it's going to kind of depend on what he says, but I remember, I feel like maybe this was off mic or something, but I remember us talking about it a little bit and I think it made the most sense for us to, we were going to go for Silas's body first, just because of maybe it was the closest and we have like the best idea of maybe where it was. Mm -hmm. I think Um, that was on mic. I think we talked about it maybe even in an episode and in the beyond. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I don't remember for sure. I don't think anything's changed. I know we definitely talked about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe depending on what the king says and, you know, how, you know, direct he, if he really wants us to find his body first, then, you know, I feel like that might sway some stuff, but um, mm-hmm. definitely still not, you know, against going for somebody else's body as well. So, yeah, I'm of the same opinion, really. Um, 
Like, obviously, it's, it, I, I think it'll... It could very well depend on what the king says. Yeah. Like, not that he's, like... we Not that we absolutely have to k- the kowtow to him or, like, bow to his every whim and wish, but uh, I don't think it would be a bad idea because it'd be, like, helping out an entire city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and honestly, I need... I do remember, like... I do remember, like... At least the way I look at it is... Uh, Wolf died somewhere between the monastery and Wakefield. That's all he really knew because uh-huh. he didn't really have a... I don't even think he had a good map, if I remember correctly. It might be wrong, but as far as I knew, he didn't know where the hell he was. Mm-hmm. Um, I know... Not that we actually know this like in-game, but Lorcan fell in water so, uh, somewhere near... Uh, somewhere near my sleeping bag. <laughs> He, Lorcan fell in water somewhere near that big river, which was, I don't remember where it was, but, uh, yeah, near the byway. Yeah. The byway. And then Leo, we could assume he died fairly close to, I don't remember what the, what the, the town or city was. Was it Evermore? Ish. For who? Leo. Yes. Leo. Yes. Leo. Um, he got into Evermore. Nico found him and yep. then he was running like into the woods but didn't want to run towards his house. Yep. So he was like two days away from Evermore, but he died. Nico was with him. Something was in the other tree that we don't know. If I remember if I remember correctly, but there's like he, he was like two days away from Evermore. Someone was with him. And if Nico didn't die, I would assume the body was transported somewhere. And if Nico was an old guard who did his job, I don't think it would would be a huge jump to say he brought him back to the city. Mm-hmm. I could yeah, be wrong, obviously. obviously honestly, that seems to have the most I information. I feel like after we speak to the king, like maybe finding Nico might be our best option. Like you know, asking mm-hmm. around town and seeing if Nico made it back, and you know, if he didn't, then or if he did, then obviously we go find Nico. But if he didn't, then obviously we're a little bit. I will say as a um, little little pebble of my appreciation for those that are tuning into these beyonds, you could find it a bit strange that you learned that um, the day that you tried to go back to Evermore, that Nico was the only one guarding the gate, even though they usually keep multiple people at the gate. Uh, and then you learned that Nico does a lot with like the king, and yet when you guys came back and the king was still missing, Nico was nowhere to be seen. So that's a little weird. True. Okay. I was busy getting punched. You sure were. <laughs> you and Hendrix are going to end up getting together, I think. <laughs> a little thruple. I need to get a little payback. A little with him, Hendrix, and... Uh, I was going to say, that would not surprise me at all if like, they had one of those like WWE-style storylines where they like fight for half of the campaign and then just end up falling in love and <laughs> like <Aww>. becoming best <laughs> friends. But right now I hate the bastard. Fair enough. So Zach, what do you think about uh whose body we should go after first? Um I think I I kind of think we should do Silas's. <clears throat> I mm-hmm. also think he has like his storylines already kind of like moving faster than ours. So like, it, yeah. I think it'd be easier to like, just kind of transition into that arc. Anyway. Oh yeah. yeah I did yeah. want to ask you, Zach, um, your original goal was to get back to Evermore. Yeah. Do you think you're going to try to see your parents before you guys go out looking for bodies or like, obviously it'll depend on if you guys get given like a time frame or anything when you talk to Johnny flame, but is that something that you think Lorcan's interested in, or does he want to figure out what's going on before he goes back? Well, see, the whole reason Lorcan wants to go back is to show him, like, hey, I can cast spells, and, like, I'm not a failure. But at the moment, I'm I'm dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I yeah. do want to... Um... So, I, I mean... I'm not against Lorcan going back, but I'm not sure he would go out of his way to go back because he's not, he doesn't see himself like as a huge success at Mm -hmm. the moment. I do want to just ask this as like somebody who knows the answer, but like wasn't thinking about it when I thought about this 
question. Mm-hmm. Um, has it crossed you or I guess like Lork and Slash Zach's mind? Is there any part of you that's worried now that you know there's like this weird thing going on with bodies not getting delivered if people die and people going missing? And the fact that one of his biggest things is that he hasn't seen his sister and nobody's heard from her. Yep. Yep. No, I, I thought about that. Um, I haven't really brought it like super to light in the Mm -hmm. campaign yet. It hasn't really been a good time to like start that. And I mean, you have no, Um, like, cause that's kind of separate. Cause that's been from the way you described it. Like that's been an ongoing issue for a little while. So there's no reason that Lorcan would immediately think that everything is connected. I just didn't know if you had thought at all about, um, thought at all about that kind of connection yeah i've thought about it a little bit i just haven't really thought about how to like really bring that in if you know what i mean that's fair yep that is fair um yeah i mean i don't know i really enjoyed this session i'm excited for the next one yes did did you guys have anything yeah, else specific in mind or let me check my notes uh I, this might be a dumb question. Maybe it's a little sudden, but I know you said at one point you may want to restat the ironwood armor. Did you do that yet? No. Are we going to introduce that in the? Okay. I figure we can um, sit down and see if there's anything we want to do because it really is going to depend on what you want to do with it. Like if it's just going to end up being like a fun, flavorful character thing, then I don't care. But if it's something that you want to like pursue as being helpful in like combat scenarios and stuff like that then like we'll have to figure out if it like keeps the same things or whatever like we might just leave it the way it is we might not that'll be something that i figure you and i can sit down and mess with okay yeah i definitely wasn't like planning on yeah we can talk more about it for sure anybody else I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I I really enjoyed that episode. Definitely easily my favorite episode so far. Um, yeah, me too. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Well, I'm not so sure Lorcan grew at all. <laughs> but yeah, Lorcan may have taken a couple steps back, but <laughs> but it was a good time and I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And that's all that matters. But anyway, we hope you guys had a lot of fun too. Um, that was a very exciting episode to record. Hopefully this next time when we record chapter five, we're better at timing and it's only a one parter, but I'm hoping you do enjoy this little bit of a like break in between every couple of episodes. You get a little bit of bonus. You get two episodes back to back instead of having a beyond in the middle there and having to wait two weeks for your actual campaign stuff. But either way, Leave a comment. Let me know which way you like it, which way you don't, what you think about the beyonds, what you think about everything. Um, Like I said, we've been bulk recording a lot of stuff. So this is really the point where we are actually getting ready to launch the podcast soon. Um, We are actually getting ready to launch the podcast soon. So this is going to be the point where we are actually going to be able to start taking in feedback and actually have it improve the podcast because obviously that's what we want. We want to obviously we want to tell our own story and we want to do things in the way that we find fun and the way that we think is cool and interesting and different, but any advice at all that anybody has, whether it's, you know, technical advice on like sound and things like that, obviously we know we are aware of some stuff. We just don't have the um, ability or the smarts to fix it. Like Jimmy's had some mic issues the last couple of sessions Joe's had some mic issues the last couple of sessions. We lost Joe for a little bit at the end of one of the episodes. That's all going to be growing pains that we're going to eventually grow out of. Um, But yeah, just keep us informed. Keep it. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see more of. Obviously we're never going to stop talking about Danny DeVito or Denny's unless Denny sponsors us or Danny DeVito joins the podcast. Um, Or I think if you give us a hundred thousand dollars for that app or something, but either way, that's all we got. That's it for this week. Next week, we're going to go into chapter five and you guys are going to have a little chat with Johnny flame and see what's going on with those old bodies of yours. But until then we will see you all next time on 
behold the roll and keep um, it sleazy <laughs> that's the new outro keep it sleazy this is like 2001 <laughs> hashtag guard squad hashtag Ooh, hashtag guard squad hashtag guard squad rock paper scissors oh yeah do you guys want to just play rock paper scissors just one time yes okay, okay ready wait, rock, wait how does paper, this go wait what, what what do you mean oh, i don't know all right ready go we're just gonna say rock paper scissors shoot so you have to say shoot and okay. then you say what you play okay Rock, rock, paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot, 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 paper, shoot. paper. How'd you guys know? <laughs> I played paper as well. <laughs> oh, scissors! I can't believe they didn't play paper. Yeah, way to go with the fucking gimmick, guys. Tryhards. <laughs> I can't. Also, so, so I have a winning it, streak. Is it, me, is it me versus Zach now? See who wins. No, we this isn't an actual this. game, Joe. This was supposed to be a cute <laughs> way to end the podcast. By talking about one of our running jokes, one of the things from the episode, you just went and shit all but over But now we gotta it. see who wins. Nope, that's I mean, it. Yeah. I said shit. Someone's... That's the end of the beyond. Whoops. See you guys later. Shit. Yeah, keep it sleazy. <laughs> Fucking rock and roll, whatever. Hashtag.